1: Good afternoon everyone, Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Buckle up everybody, we have a show today that you absolutely do not wanna miss. I've been able to book on the show the person who's been called the most successful ad man that ever lived, it's really true. His name is Alan Sussman, he is the CEO of the Sussman Agency, uh, in all candor, I've known Sus. We call him Sus for over 25 years. I've actually worked with him. I've been trying to get him on the show, and he finally decided after 25 years of knowing me that he could slice a little time out to come on the show today. But Sus, you are absolutely a legend. I'm so happy to have you on the show today.
0: Well, Jaker, it's my pleasure
1: as well as yours. That's right.
0: Okay, Sus, let's
1: pull the lens back. I've got so much to talk about. You are world renowned for basically helping companies blow their businesses up in a huge way. You're an ad man. You're you're a combination old school, you're a combination new school kind of a guy. Let's pull the lens back just a little bit before we get started and tell us about the Sussman Agency.
0: Well, the Sussman Agency has been around, buckled up for this. 57 years, Jaker, 57 years I've been doing this. And you and I go back 25, 28 years, something like that. We've been on the set together. We've shot a lot of commercials together, you and I. And one thing we have in common, we get up in the morning, we hunt for business. So the saying around here is uh, it's not advertising till you sell something. You and I both know that they call me an advertising guy or maybe a marketing guy, but we, re- we know that I'm a salesman, right? And proud of it.
1: 100%. And nobody can sell like the sus. And thank you for calling me the jaker. Most people call me Andy or Jake or Mr. Jacob. Uh, if I get lucky once in a while in my life, but please keep calling me jaker. It brings back all old memories. So let's talk about this because so many people get so enamored with their advertising and their digital media and their marketing, but they're not selling anything. So that really separates you from the crowd. So, so tell us why that's just become like your moniker. Why you're saying is that, you know, uh, it's not advertising until you sell something. I love that.
0: Well, people come to me and I, and I interview them. That they, they say, uh, I ask them what business they're in, which is folly because they tell me that I own this kind of company or I own that kind of company. I do this and that and the other thing. And I said, no, no, what do you do? Tell me what you do and what business you're in. That's important. They say, oh, I'm a a florist. I own a string of uh, florist shops, 16, 18 of those. I do this, that, this, or whatever. And I tell them, you don't even know what business you're in. It's ridiculous. I'm talking to you and we're having a conversation about something and you don't even know what business you're in. You're in trouble, buddy. And they say, well, what business am I in? I said, you're in the new business business. Because I'll tell you what, if you're not in the new business business, you're going to be out of business. It's funny. You get up in the morning, you're shaving for guys, women, not so much. And they wonder, what are they going to do today? I'll tell you what you're going to do today. You're going to consider how you're going to sell more of your product. They're different names for customers, right? Attorneys call them clients. Doctors call them patients. I call them... Uh, uh, I call them customers, whatever you want to call them. The bottom line is you're not going to do very well unless you get new ones all the time. Now you get up in the morning, you wanted to sell everything to everybody. The first thing we ever did you and I was 72 hours of yes. (laughs) And we had so many calls. One of your guys who used to ring a bell every time a new mortgage, uh, was signed. They Actually, some guy knocked the bell off the wall because it was ringing so much it was driving him nuts.
1: I love it, Sus. I love it, Sus. (laughs) That's great stories about you and I and our background. For the younger entrepreneurs watching the show, what Sus is saying is so important. You get sometimes young entrepreneurs, startup founders, even Um, mature business people, they get so excited about their technology or their product or their systems or their platform, they forget the single most important thing that they're doing every single morning, which is finding a customer or a client or a patient, no, no matter what you call them, and making that person a raving fan about your company. And Alan, that's what you've been able to do for so many clients is not only deliver the lead through your advertising, through your through your amazing advertising, but you also coach those people that you need to pick up the phone or answer the lead and get get that deal closed. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Have you ever seen a company where where it looks on the outside that they've got everything going right, but they can't close a deal because they just are missing some type of ingredient on their system or in their company?
0: Uh, th- This is a great discussion because when you're talking to young people, a lot of young entrepreneurs are great at getting up in the morning and building their um, fan base, their their uh, uh, product mix. They they're going to sell their uh, their dot com. They want all their subscribers. They want people to be that they count them. That really is important. I got a hundred thousand followers. I got a million followers. They're really good at it. They confuse a brand with customers. So when you build a brand, you're making a promise. There's so much else to do. So you and I over the last couple of years have heard television's dead, the new thing is being online. I've never heard a bigger lie in my life. Because when people see you on television, they're seeing you in their home. They're allowing you to come into their house, really a personal relationship. When you were on TV, you were sensational. I'll give you a compliment, maybe one of the best I've ever seen. You smiled easily, you cared easily. You were a natural born sales guy. You had no other reason to be there except to get people to call you because you wanted to give them a mortgage. You can't do better than that. No matter how many people you see online, they still comes down to who they're calling, and that promise between them and that new customer. The reality is that's the most important thing. How important is it? They brought Colonel Sanders back from the dead. To be, <laughs> they couldn't sell chicken without a dead guy. I mean, Orville Rettenbacher, they had to bring that guy back to pop their coin. That relationship is so important. Even if it's a cartoon, which you see all of the, the Geico, Gecko, I mean, That relationship is so important, right? So at the end of the day, that television spot that introduces you and asks you to believe in my product, to buy my product, to love my product, nobody can do anything better. Even if you went door to door and knocked on the door and introduced yourself, you'd be doing better than doing nothing.
1: I love it. I love it. And this is so important because everybody has shifted the mindset you know, go online, go online, everything's online, social media, Google, Facebook, everything else, you know, Twitter and, and TikTok. And Alan, you've been able to carve out this amazing business by taking entrepreneurs and putting them on television in a way that's meaningful for the people watching and and you've been able to deliver to deliver millions and millions and millions of dollars of revenue to your clients you're still hard at it you still have an incredible roster of amazing talent under the Sussman banner so so when we think about this this television advertising and we think about putting somebody in front of a camera What is it that connects to that person watching the television that wants them to make, wants to make them pick up the phone and call this individual? What is it about them? Is it their spirit? Is it their smile? Is it something that you can teach or is it something innate that they have? And and that's the way in which you sort of scrub out your customer base to determine whether they have what it takes for you to put them on TV. You
0: know, it's, it's that neat that need to be not loved, but need to be understood, wanted. You want to build a relationship. From the second the camera was on you, and even when it wasn't, you're ingratiating, you get up in the morning, you want everybody to like you, you want them to buy your product. It's that energy. And so I'll tell you a funny uh, statistic, and you are one of those statistics. So every single client that stayed with me for two years plus is now, and I don't know your financial thing, so I can't talk about you, but every single client has sold their business that's been with me since the beginning for hundreds of millions of dollars. So you and I think you can have to explain to who Ollie Fredder was or, or who Art Van was or who Richard Golden was or who, um, you know, uh, it's so funny. I once sat with you, Richard Golden, and It's one of the highlights of my life when you, we were interviewed on radio. But at the end of the day, you asked people to call you and they did. One of the funniest things you ever said to me is you called me once and you said, I'm at a bar uh, with some friends and I realized I have more makeup on than the people I've talked than the girls I'm talking to, because you just come from shooting commercials. So at the end of the day, you are and all of the people that have been with me are the best salespeople in the world. You wake them up in the middle of the night, they're going to start selling you because they believe in their product. No, don't no can deliver that. So I would say to you, if tomorrow morning you wanted to take your idea for this show, which is so needed, you talking to entrepreneurs and teaching them how to build their business, every day when they get up, if the first thing they think of is how are they gonna get more customers, more clients, more more uh, patients, more somebody to, to buy their product, if that's all they did, they couldn't fail. So tomorrow, if you went and did some 15 second spots and you put them all over the place and you ask people to call, uh, not call you, but listen to your podcast or watch your podcast because it's such an important subject. If you want to build your business, if you want more customers, if you want to make more money, if you want to be more successful, tune in and let me help you get there. You'd still be a giant success. Your place would blow up your, your show. It's needed. Most people you only people who people have called, uh, talk, called to talk to me? They come in and they say, oh, you should see my office. It's so beautiful. My store is so gorgeous. And I say, well, uh, geez, how much did you spend? Oh, we spent at least a quarter of a million dollars. I, I mean, it's beautiful. People always say to me when they come in, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. I said, well, how much money did you put aside for marketing? Marketing? Well, yeah, I mean, who's, who's going to come to the store? Is anybody coming to your store? No, wait, that's why I'm here. I, nobody's coming to my store. I said, well, do you have any more money left for marketing? Oh, we're a little short of that because the place is so beautiful. Look, uh, if you get up in the morning and you're not thinking about getting a new customer and you're not doing everything you can to get a new customer, you're not doing the job. You don't understand your business. You don't understand what you're doing, and you're not going to get the
1: I love it, Sus, I love it. Well, listen, one of the things, Alan, that has made you arguably one of the most successful men that has ever lived, and there, there's people that have actually said that about you, very, very important publications have said that about you. One thing I love about you, and one thing that people love about you when they work with you, is you try to build people up. That's sort of in your DNA. You, you don't tear them down, you build them up. So, you know, that's sort of ingrained in you. Seth. So where does that come from? Does that come? Where Where does that, that intense wanting to build people up all the time come from and remaining so positive with your clients? Did that come from something when you were, you know, growing up or from an earlier time? Why is it that that's sort of like your driving mission?
0: It is funny. You and I have a relationship that's pretty special and it's built on just before we used to shoot, I would go fix your top. So I'm so close to you. We're actually, I've shrunk since you've seen me because I'm so old now that uh, I, I spent $100,000 last year uh, fixing my pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm shrinking, it's like a joke. But at the end of the day, you and I have looked at each other just before we're going to shoot and I say to you, you ready? Ready. Look, uh, it's, a, it's a very personal relationship between two people because their responsibility is to go get more business. And I'll tell you what happens. It's a relationship between two people who have the responsibility to make the phone ring or to make people successful or to get it to work. You and I took that seriously. Nobody ever studied harder. Every person that's ever been my client is a smart, first of all, they're natural marketers. They're great salespeople. You were never flippant. You hated firing people you were the nicest person. I mean, you had a huge heart, but you and I made a deal. We're going to go take this on. We took it seriously, and we, we came out the other side giant. But at the end of the day, everything we ever did, we were serious as a heart attack. We knew what we were doing there. I'll tell you something. Every single client I've ever been with has been my friend. We have a personal relationship because we worked so closely together. It was so intimate, right? That we built the scripts together. We Went and shot for sixteen hours together a day. It's hard work, and that's a, it's a relationship that doesn't go away.
1: That's a hundred percent, and it's been it's been a beautiful relationship. Let's turn the tide a little bit in the conversation. Obviously, people watching the show, they're listening to Sus. and what comes through in these personal stories is is Alan's passion for his clients, his his commitment to doing what's right for his clients all the time, to having this interpersonal relationship that's built on a trust and built on the fact that both uh, Alan and his, his team and his clients and their team are all working collectively together to do something very important, the most important thing of a business, which is to sell something to someone, have them walk away in a way where they're very happy with the offering Tell 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 people, go online, share some great reviews, and keep the whole thing rolling. And that's what Alan's so amazing at doing. So let's shift the tide just a little bit, Sus, because we have a lot of younger entrepreneurs that are watching the show. And I know that you're an all-American success story. Uh, I I know about your background and and how you got into this, and it wasn't easy for you. and, And you skinned your knees on a lot of different things prior to becoming this super successful ad man, if you will. So for the younger entrepreneurs, Sus, that are watching the show and they're saying, wow, this guy, you know, I'm listening to Sus and he's very motivating and he's been able to do something remarkable. Uh, But I'm not sure about myself. Like maybe I'm apprehensive, maybe I've got some, some worries or concerns, or maybe I feel I can't do it. Maybe I've got some psychological barrier maybe you can sus sus sussize them. Maybe tell them a little bit and look in the camera and tell these younger entrepreneurs, you know, what it really takes to put your, you know, your pants on and rock and roll and get up in the morning. And and and, and when, you've, when you have adversity, that's the opportunity to become better. And if you don't have adversity, you're not trying hard enough. So maybe you could sort of give a little bit of input to those entrepreneurs watching the show that maybe are questioning where they're at
0: right now. You and I both know that failure is when you quit. To the entrepreneurs listening, you're not a failure till you quit. Right? So if you decide in the morning that this isn't for you, you're going to quit. This was never for you. Quitting is not an option. The only thing you have to know is nobody's going to love your business more than you. I always tell people who come to me who don't love their business, I said, I can't help you. And they say, why can't I help you? I said, because I'm not capable of loving your product and your business more than you are. I can't love your product more than you. I can't love your business more than you. I can't love your wife more than you. I can't love your kids more than you. What's your your problem here? If you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe in the product you're selling, then you're selling the wrong product. If you're a quitter and you don't want to get up in the morning, you don't want to work, this isn't for you. Find something you love. It's funny, when people worked for me when I was young, I tell them, if you don't love this business and you're not involved in it and you don't want to stay here, I'll drive you to your next job. I only had one guy take me up on it, and I did drive him to a place where he started selling cars. But at the end of the day, you got to love something. What bonded us is you loved it. I loved it. We made a deal, you and I. We we're going to go out and sell this son of a gun no matter what. And that deal was real to you and I. I remember we uh, asked uh, somebody to come and <laughs> bless us so that we would never get clouds or rain when we were shooting. Uh, he's, by the way, that charity's still going strong. People don't know where it came from or who did it. I do. I know who did it. I know who bankrolled that thing. Nobody was more generous than you guys. That's one thing you have in your your column that is special that nobody knows about you guys. Most generous people I ever saw in my life. But at the end of the day, you got to care. You just have to care. And if you don't, this isn't for you. Get something else that you care about. Don't go through life half half full, half deal, half everything, half ass. It's not going to work. You got to believe in something all the way. And if you do go out and hawk it, go out and sell it, go out and proselytize. Who's the best salespeople in the world? Watch any Christian uh, show. They're selling you Jesus. They're selling you love, but they're selling. My thing is if you're not selling, you're not trying.
1: I love it. Sus. I love it. Keep on selling all the time. So, Sus, you know, we, we, are very blessed to be able to speak to such amazing entrepreneurs on the show. We are, we are interviewing leaders in their space, worldwide renowned uh, experts in their fields. And, and something that comes up quite often in many of the interviews that we, that we have is many of them have a, have a background in competitive sports and I know you have a background in competitive sports. You you, you were uh, a baseball pitcher when you were younger, and and you know I I think you were getting pretty close to pitching for the for the guys in the pinstripes in New York at one point. So so um, so what can we learn from Suss's experience in sports as a younger person that now translates into what you're doing as as a world expert in in advertising?
0: You know, it's a great background, isn't it? Uh, I don't care if you play competitive chess. I don't care if it's athletics if, or, or maybe you were on the debate team. Uh, the reality is play checkers, anything. You know, I played baseball. You played football. At the end of the day, that's a tremendous background, isn't it? Team sports, learning how to build a team, learning how to stay on a team, learning how, to, the, 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 how hard it is to win, what it takes to win. All of the preparation. You and I once went down to Jacksonville, Florida, to make a presentation to a <laughs> to a banker, and I was describing it. Uh, I would hit my own grandmother in the in the uh, in the on deck circle, and he closed the meeting by never wanting to see me or you again. And you were kind enough not to fire me. You guys looked at me as he left the room and telling me, "This I can't. We can't do business with this guy. He's crazy." Look at the end of the day it's been a tremendous background getting a guy out having you know 3 and 2 the games on the line you got to get this dude out look man step up sometimes you throw throw ball four but every once in a while you strike the sucker out and you're a hero no matter how this works life's a game and if you don't want to win this whole thing isn't for you if you like losing What's the sense of even coming to work? You could just mail it in. You and I want to win. We, You start things. You say, oh, it's just a hobby. I'm just going to do this for a day. Look, everything you've ever done comes through on the television, and on radio, or whatever. You're full of energy. And energy is the source of all, all things that are great. They make a diamond with a lot of pressure and energy. Energy runs the world right? Drives, cars, everything. My thing to everybody who wants to be somebody is be somebody. You're already somebody. Now what your job is to tell a lot of people who you are, what you want, and what you want them to do about. Join me. Let's do this together. I'm inviting you to buy my product, believe in my product, and believe in me. If you don't believe it, why should they?
1: I hear you, Susan. so many people need to have this, this, this attitude. And, and for companies watching the show, if you want to reach out to Alan, uh, you know, I don't even know if you're even taking clients anymore with, with, with how what's going on with the organization, but still reach out to Alan and talk about this and, and talk it through because there's no sense in just standing still or even doubling your business with Alan's help you know, you're gonna quadruple, you're gonna 10X your business and that's what he does. And let's let's spin the conversation just a little bit more. I'm so thankful you've been able to cut some time out. What do you think is going on with, with younger entrepreneurs that don't have the fire in their belly like maybe entrepreneurs of the old days? It seems like, you know, some of these younger people have grown up in a culture where maybe everybody wins a ribbon, everybody gets a trophy. Maybe there's not as much competition as you and I used to have when we were young men. Is that anything, is there anything to this with what's happening and, and if that's, if that is happening, you know, how do they change that mindset to be, to, to get a little bit more guttural, to get a little bit more animalistic, to get a little bit more power and strength in their vibe so that they can go attack the day the way they really need to in this environment?
0: I don't think there's less, Andy. I think just as many young people wanna be successful. And I think they, one of the things that we talk about when you have an online business, the reason younger people are better at it is that they're not afraid to drink Red Bull, stay up all night and work it like it's serious. So I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs, just as many, I think what happened to the, the world that we grew up in as opposed to the world it is now is how many more wealthy people there are. There's way more wealth and there's way more people that aren't wealthy. The, the, the schism is huge, right? I mean, we have all these people who have a lot of money. And we have people that have no money. I would share with you, it doesn't matter. Wealthy people do the worst service or disservice to their kids there's no reason for them to work hard. I'll make a statement here that probably is not going to make a big deal, but I'll make it anyway. The worst thing you can do in your life is be rich, so wealthy that you don't try. So you and I have known each other a while. When I met you, I was broke on my ass. I remember that uh, uh, a friend of ours brought me to you and I pitched you guys I said at the end of the pitch, you're the luckiest people in the world that I'm broke and I'm here and I have to talk to you suckers because you're, if you hire me, I'm going to get you there. And you don't know that, but you, how lucky you are to meet me. I think at the end of the day, people have to either believe in themselves or not The same amount of people do it now as they used to. I think what happened was a lot of these kids have a lot more money And they have a lot easier way to go. It's funny, I see young people and I hear them say, uh, I need balance. I'll make something clear here. If you want to be successful, there is no balance. Your wife's going to hate you for not coming home. Your girlfriend's going to hate you for not coming home, not calling her, not taking her dancing, not going out. If your business isn't more important than your girlfriend, if it isn't more important than your wife, if it isn't more important than anything, You're going to fail. Nobody successful has balance. You think Henry Ford went home for dinner? Hell no. You think Edison made it home for a snack? (laughs) Not a chance. It's consuming your life. It's the same thing with great athletes, great golfers. You know what they're doing now? They're practicing. You know what they're doing after that? They're playing. You know what they're doing after that? They're practicing some more. You know what they're doing after that? They're thinking of golf. If it doesn't consume you, if you don't think it's important enough to work hard, if you don't think it's important enough to get up early, if you don't think it's important enough, oh, if you don't think it's more important than anything else in your life, you're going to fail. You're going to wow. fail. Wow, that, that, is, that is poignant and right right there.
1: Amazing in the pockets. Us, You know, there used to be a saying, and I think you and I used to say it, that if you keep on doing what you've always done, you're going to keep on getting what you've always got. However, I find now that if you keep on doing what you've always done, you're going to lose everything you have because someone's going to come right up behind you and grab what's yours and 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 put you put you down in the gutter and you're just never going to be able to climb back. So so, Sus, so I just have a couple more questions. I've had them on my mind for, for a couple of weeks now. And while I've got you on the show, I wanted to ask them. So, And thank you so much again for cutting out this time today. I know you're working with a lot of clients, and this is very important to, to not only uh, me and the show, but to the entrepreneurs watching the show as well. So. So when we think about, I want to get back to selling because that's really the sweet spot. And again, if it's, it's not advertising until you sell something. You already told us about branding and selling, what the different, differentiation is between the two. When you think about selling a product versus a service, a product versus a service, is there something in your mind that clicks a little bit differently for those two types of sales cycles, or is it same, the same energy, the
0: same psychology to sell both of those items? It's the same. You know, it's funny. Some of the most fun I've ever had in my life is working, because that's all I did. I, people say to me, you didn't have a life. All you did was work. I never had one day in my life, Andy, that I was bored. Not even one. I never had more fun not working than I had working. It was my passion. I loved it. I loved every moment of it. And while I was working, I ended up laughing all day with my clients or the people that I was working with. And also, is there something more fun than winning? We went from being bankrupt to, to, the, to the penthouse from the outhouse to the penthouse. And if you think there's something more fun than that, if you think that anything doesn't include selling, I like when people say to me, well, I can't sell anything, and yeah, I don't wanna be a salesman. Well, what do you think a salesman is? I'm not really sure. You ask your wife to marry you, you were selling. You're talking to somebody about uh, how important this or that is, you're selling. You're telling your patient, come on, you gotta lose some weight. You gotta get in the game. You gotta take your medicine. You gotta that's selling. There's nothing you do any, it, it's got a bad name. So you wanna change the name? Let's change the name. Uh, encouraging. People don't like selling. I say get into encouraging. Huh? Let's encourage those, those suckers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So let's encourage like, Yeah, let's that's- encourage somebody to do something good for themselves. We'll both benefit
1: that is, that is beautiful, Sus. That, that really, really says it all. And especially when you, when you really believe in the product or service that you're selling and you know, it's going to make a powerful impact for the clients and the customers that are buying it from you. There's nothing better than selling something to someone that you know is going to help not only them, but their family and and everything else that goes along with it. Um, Sus, you know, I know that you're very generous with your time with, with, with various um, people. You're very generous with your uh, time, energy, effort, and, and and finances, you know, doing good, powerful, strong, amazing things uh, in the world. So so maybe in, as a final question, we, we could discuss, you know, what's it all about? In other words, you know, we, we get up in the morning, like you said, we put our pants on, we bust it hard, we work as hard as we can. We love our business. We're passionate about our business. We're passionate about what we're selling. We put in 18, 20 hour days, but really at the end of the day, what's it all about? I mean, are you, is it your belief that we're earning this money just to earn money or is is it something more esoteric, something more powerful something more charitable that we need to think about as entrepreneurs to help us get through those amazingly long days that were we're, uh, making an amazing impact on our customers.
0: You and I share something that uh, not only the success we've had together, and not only the success we've had in our lives, but we've also been broke. (laughs) And there's nothing more motivating than being broke. You have two choices in life. You can go forward and go backward. There is no status quo, you can't stand still last summer or two summers ago, I had the pleasure of going to LA and shooting commercials with Morgan Freeman. And I'll make this the last, I know we're getting close, but so I met Morgan Freeman and I walk into this trailer. I'd never met this man. He had just turned 82 years old. And I was saying to my the guy who runs my business now, the president, I said, Dino, do you think, do you think he looks okay? I said, we hired this guy. Our client's are here on the set and (laughs) you think this guy's even you know is there does he even look like Morgan Freeman and we get into the trailer open the door and he's got a paper he's reading it high so I don't see him then he drops the paper down and there's Morgan Freeman Morgan Freeman and I said uh you're Morgan Freeman he says yeah pretty much and from the second I said hello to him we were there. He knew me. I knew him. He's been doing this his whole life. He didn't have an entourage with him. He had his handler, an old white dude, a makeup person. She's been with him 42 years. The handler's been with him almost 50. Amazing. Just a regular guy. We get on the set. He's in pain. He was in a car accident a couple of years ago. Massive pain. And he, like this during the shoot, and then all of a sudden he comes back to life and he's, he's Morgan Freeman. Best salesman, best actor, best talent I've ever worked with. But not any better than all of my guys. Just tell him the truth. And he after the shoot, he says to me, uh, he says, you know, I, I work with Clint Eastwood. He works with the same people all the time. And you do the same thing. You have the same crew. I said, I don't trust anybody else. I said, I come here with my peeps and We're doing what we're doing. He said, I love working with you. I'd work with you anytime. And I said, uh, you know, Morgan, I only have one problem with this, and I feel bad. He said, what's the problem? I said, people are going to see this uh, interview probably or uh, see our relationship, and they're going to say, geez, who's that guy with the sus? (laughs) And he says to me, I said, sorry. I said, a bad joke. He says, no, but a good one. (laughs) Look, we're all the same. The people with energy are the same. The people with no energy are the same. They don't want to do anything. They're angry all the time. They're And, and they can be successful and, and angry and horrible. Look, at the end of the day, you can get up with a smile. You can have a good time. You can go do something positive or you don't. Everybody's got a choice, Andy. Everybody. You've taken your choice. You didn't come from big money. You know, uh, your brother... God rest his soul was one of the best mortgage. I mean, he didn't look, he looked like a rolling thunder mess. This Who could sell more mortgages than him on earth or not earth wherever he is. He's the best closer wherever he is. Sheldon is closing. He's closing. <laughs> he's closing. Oh. So you know what? Your sister's closing. You're closing. I'm closing. We're either smiling, having a great time. Or what else? What what's the opposite to that?
1: Well, listen, Sus, this says it all. We've we've had a wonderful time, a, a wonderful relationship for the people watching the show. While some of the inside tracks you might not totally understand, you understand the energy and the intent behind them. It's just a wonderful experience when you get to work with somebody. Uh, in a in a collaborative way that makes things just so amazing, so fun, so interesting. You make a lot of money. So for the entrepreneurs watching, we always talk about finding a mentor. We always talk about surrounding yourself with great people. We talk about finding people that share the same passion that you do. And I think all of that comes together when you when you have a chance to listen to the sus, Mr. Alan Sussman. I am so delighted to have you on the show today. It's it's been everything and more of what I've always wanted to have uh, from you. The energy comes through, the power and the passion comes through. And I definitely love this saying one more time, because I have to say it for the younger entrepreneurs, it's not advertising until you sell something. So Sus, you said it all. Thanks so much for coming on the show.
0: Peace out.